Welcome into episode 134 of the Natural Hat Trick Podcast alongside Craig Morgan, the Natty Hattie, and Jamie Eisner. I'm Luke Lipinski. Chris Schubert here as well to do producing. But with no mic. We took it away. Wait, from why him. did we take his mic away? He doesn't deserve it. One yeah. week and we took the mic away? Yeah, it just there's that terrible performance. We don't want to make the same mistake twice. Who took twice. the mic away, Chris? You okay. can't hear him because so there's never much. Just pointed directly to Jamie. There's no doubt about it. Okay. <laughs> Jamie was pretty emphatic last week as the show was going on that Chris had to lose his mic. Uh, should we start by uh, revealing the results of last week's poll question? I want to start by finding out why Chris's mic was taken away. <laughs> well, we just did. Well, I mean, we heard one side of the story. That's the only side of the story. You want to hear? Well, I can't hear Chris's side of the story because he didn't have a mic. I think he was pretty clear That's when he pointed good. directly to Jamie. Okay. I don't know what anybody's talking about. You guys just keep filling time while my computer loads the results of the poll question. Okay. <laughs> All right, here we go. How much more time do you need? This is what it was. I move quickly. Which major hockey market currently in danger of missing the playoffs does the NHL most need in the postseason? Your options were L.A. slash Anaheim, New York, Chicago, or Quebec? LOL. LOL. Uh, care to guess who won? Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. Chicago won with 47%. <laughs> then Quebec with 24%. <laughs> Quebec was second? Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Uh, New York was third with 21, and nobody seems to care about Anaheim or LA at 8%, although we did get some angry comments from people say angry at other people who may have voted for New York. So I don't know if that's Yeah, just, people were very mad. I mean, I mean and, and to be fair, we should have clarified that nobody cares if the Islanders miss the playoffs. Yeah, we were just We, being we nice. should have just said Manhattan. We were just lumping in all the teams. Yeah, yeah we were just trying to be nice. Uh, I've got some listener questions you can always tweet into the show, at the Natty Hattie. Oh, that was your cue to jump in again. He does it, he does it once per show. Once a show now? That's all you get. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Or we, have, you can... we have to pay him extra. We have to pay him under the door. You're still paying him? Yes, it's not under the door. Not recently, actually. Um, We're going to have a discussion about that after the podcast. No, let's have it during the podcast. Nah, that's much I got more scandalous. scandalous. That's all that matters. That's, <laughs> that really sums Jamie up. Uh, you can email the show. The natural hat trick at gmail.com. We've got some listener questions. Let's do one now, and then we'll do the rest at the end because a okay. lot of them are coyotes related. But uh, here's one from Joe. I don't think Joe's ever tweeted the show before. Maybe Hi, has. Joe. Hi, Joe. Thanks for sending a question, Joe. Is it a good question? I will wait and see what the question is before they can. Oh, let's find out, shall we? Okay. Should we listen to the rumors about OEL, or is it just Canadian media seeing that we have nice things and not understanding why we would keep them? Discuss. Is there another option? Uh, I mean, I can make Listen, one. Listen, I, I, which rumors specifically are we talking about? That they're going to trade him at the trade deadline? No, that's not happening. He's not going to be dealt at the trade deadline. If Oliver ekman Larson gets traded, it will be in the summer at the draft because his agent, Kevin Epp, has made it clear that Oliver ekman Larson does not want to sign a long-term contract here. That's basically how it shakes out. What does that hinge on? I would say that hinges on mainly what's happening with this franchise moving forward, specifically ownership. Is there ownership st- stability? Do they know what's happening with ownership beyond this season? That's what I would say it hinges on mainly. Yeah, and whenever you have a high-caliber player that's coming into the, the season before his final season, you're going to get speculation, especially when you're having a situation like the Coyotes are where you're at the very bottom of the standings, you have some ownership questions still. It's very natural for them to look at a player that's in line to get a pretty big deal in the prime of their career and say, maybe he goes somewhere else. And I think that's what you're starting to see is just the speculation of, you know, the thought exercise of, you know, wow, what, what would an Oliver ekman Larson trade look like? How would he fit on Toronto, for example? I think that stuff's just more of, just conjecture than it is that he's they're moving into Toronto this season, which they're not. Yeah, I don't see a trade that's feasible with Toronto. I know Maple Leaf fans like to think they have a trade that's feasible, but 
to me, you, you got to get a number one center back if you're getting if you're putting Oliver Ekman Larson on the block. Nothing else. Yeah, I, I think the way you can sort of sift through it. I mean, we're at that point of the year where hockey media types like to sort of speculate about potential trades, and for the re- reasons Craig just threw out there, I mean, you understand why OEL and, and players like that, I guess, would be brought up because it makes the conversation juicier. But you can kind of differentiate between, hey, is this a rumor that you know maybe we we should at least pay attention to? Or is this just somebody saying they want OEL on their team? If every rumor ends with him going to Toronto for a player the Coyotes probably don't want, it's uh, it's just trash. And I think this is where you have to carefully pick apart what is being said and who is saying it. And I think sometimes you, you read a report from someone you trust, and they are very clearly indicating what their thought process is, is behind whatever they're saying. And But sometimes people just hear, oh, well, Bob McKenzie talked about OEL to Toronto. Well, he didn't. He mentioned that the Coyotes aren't going to move them. Chaika says they're not going to move them. Yeah. But if they, were, if they were going to move them, you would need something like this. I mean, you have to piece together carefully what people are saying to determine what is an actual report of we think this player is available versus somebody saying they're not available, but this is what it would take to get them. So... That's one of our many Coyotes questions. We'll okay. get to the, the rest later on in the show. But um, we don't have anything else on Bingo, right? Bingo's, it's done. We're no, not actually, I'm not even wearing the headphones to listen for the bell anymore okay. because wow. Chris never rang it. it does even feel, when we got there. Because Chris cheated. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> what a waste of so headphones. This is why he lost his mic, isn't it? So yeah, he, to, he, he cheated, cheated the show. <laughs> to summarize. He cheated himself. We don't think OEL's moving. No. Right. Not, not this, not this, again. Not if he's the deadline. No, I don't and think if the Coyotes moving, are going to do much of anything at the deadline. To be honest, there. And if they move him, they're going to move him for the same reason any franchise in the world would move a player of that caliber because they have they believe they're not going to be able to resign him. And I will just reiterate, High Ottawa. If you are going to move OEL, which I think is a less than one percent possibility ever, you better get a number one center for him because yep. there's 30 other teams that would line up for OEL at this point. Yep. Uh, and he's been playing a lot better lately too. Let's get to some injury news. Nathan McKinnon. Shoulder issue, going to miss the game on Thursday. We're recording this on Wednesday. But other than that, it sounds like he's basically day-to-day. So a day-to-day might last for a week and a half or something. Right, you don't know, but it, at least it doesn't sound like it's you know it's a break or something like that or something that's going to sideline him for the season, which would have been a real shame because he, I think, is an MVP candidate at this Absolutely. point. Oh, yeah, he's, he's very clearly... How should I say this? He's very clearly number two, but I don't mean that in the sense that he's not close to number one. It's just, to me, it's a two-person race at this point. And, well, and there's room for others to get in there, but oh, yeah. it's mainly those. It's mainly him and Nikita Kucherov. Well, we have an article going up on, on FRS later today. Uh, I didn't by Mike, this. No, you didn't. Oh. By Mike Murphy about why Nate McKinnon, to this point, is his choice to be the hard trophy winner. He's been uh, excellent. You, you can make a real strong case because I think Tampa Bay would still be a playoff team without Nikita Kucherov, and Colorado might be what they were last year without Nathan McKinnon. I mean, when you start to look at all the, just his stats, certainly, but then also the subtleties surrounding Colorado this year where they've made a huge turnaround without really adding any major pieces. If, you, if you're going to do that, you need to have somebody just take over and really sort of spark everything, and that's been Nathan McKinnon. Yeah, the only other one really putting up major points this year is Miko Rantanen. So, and, and he's got a, like a twelve point lead on Miko Rantanen. Yeah. He's, he's having a terrific season. I know. I'm, we... I'm, I'm, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out because I agree that I, I think he's a, a legitimate candidate to win the award this season. Yeah. I know we briefly touched on this last week, but if you have Kucherov and McKinnon as your top two, and you had to fill out a ballot with a third one, who is that third one? 
because I can draw out some names if you want. Uh, John Tavares has 57. He's fifth in the league with 57 points, but he has 26 goals, which is right up there. Evgeny Malkin had a hat trick last night. He's right there with 55 points and 26 goals. And Alex Ovechkin leads all goal scorers with 30, and he's got 53 points. To me, it's one of those three, and they're not going to win if I'm voting right now. If you're voting right now. I I would point out that Sidney Crosby's on a crazy point streak here and might climb his way into Mm -hmm. the top three by the end of the season as well. And if Sidney Crosby's in the top three or four, I think everybody's going to put him on their ballot. And he'll finish second, which he always does. (laughs) (laughs) Even he pointed that out last year at the award show. He's like, I'm just kind of used to finishing second here. But he was holding the Stanley Cup. And Carl Hagelin, who apparently traveled everywhere with the Stanley Cup last year. I'd probably go with Tavares right now, but yeah, I mean... Keep an eye on Crosby, who, again, as everybody continues to try to find reasons why he's not the most the best player in the world, continues to show up. Who would you have win right now? Would it still be Kucherov? <sighs> I'd really have to dive deep into this yeah. one because McKinnon is a really strong candidate for me. That's okay. We've got time. Go ahead. Dive. Uh, yeah. No? Not no diving right now. Um, San Jose is going to get the next All-Star game. And as Craig pointed out in his pre-show notes... 27 of the NHL's 31 teams have now hosted an all-star game. San Jose's already hosted one, right? Yes. Yes. That, okay. A long, it was what, a uh, while ago. Yeah, but still. So we know why Vegas hasn't hosted one, because they were just they, born. They Winnipeg just, was just born in 2011. And, and Winnipeg. Let's let's be it's, honest here. Who wants to go to Winnipeg in, in the middle Winnipeg. of Winnipeg. Oh, boy. I mean, oh, it's oh, like oh, neg 30. Here we neg go. 40. But the other two... Okay, Arizona, we know, the, we know the deal with Arizona, yeah. too. They were supposed to get There's a game, one and, yeah. they, they canceled it for the Olympics, and, and then, they're going to get one, but all this flap with Glendale, there's no way Gary Bettman's given Glendale no. an all-star game. If they get a new arena Unless, somewhere else yeah. in town, coincidentally, they're going to get an all-star game real soon. If, if by some stroke of or change of fate, the Coyotes end up staying in Glendale because they can't get anything else done, maybe he'll think about it down the road, but that's the reason behind that. Yeah. Why doesn't Anaheim have a game? Why hasn't Anaheim <laughs> I, hosted a game? I that one doesn't make any I, sense. I don't know. I'm baffled by that. Yeah, I'm very confused. I guess they figure that, that just the Staples Center is just a, it's a close enough that we'd rather just go to L.A. Like, I, I don't know. People just hate going to the beach. Maybe that's their thought. Nobody likes that's celebrating really strange, in the it's middle really of It's really strange I mean, anyway. Yeah, Anaheim is, is the... I mean, okay, let's play this game. I mean, Who, isn't the Prue just as close to Madison Square Garden? But they've both hosted an All-Star game, so I mean... And L.A. just hosted. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you put one, yeah, you put year. one. If you if you you can put an All Star game in Newark, you can put one anywhere. Right. Thank you. <laughs> uh, who hosts one first, Anaheim or Vegas? It's gonna be Vegas. Vegas. Right? Maybe, maybe they put it in Newark because they wound care there. Yes, wound care facility. Vegas. A lot of wounds. Sixty-seven percent of Vegas. the show has insulted New Jersey today. Although I mean, I, I don't know if this is gonna help or hurt Vegas, but they do all the like a lot of the off season stuff there, so they might feel like we give them a lot. Let's move the All Star game to some other venues that we're not using constantly. Like maybe. Winnipeg. Yeah, probably not. Winnipeg. Probably not Winnipeg. All right, so these four cities that have never hosted one. So Anaheim, travel packages to, to Winnipeg. Winnipeg. That could be our poll question for this week. Boom. Which of the four cities yeah. that has Boom. not hosted? All right, well, let's... We've already got that. Quebec, LOL. Let's give our answers thank, here. Thank God for me. Craig wants me to put Winnipeg, LOL. <laughs> I'm not going to do it, Craig. Um, the, okay, so... Oh, just, shoot. We can't have five choices, can we? No, we can't. Twitter is so limiting. Okay. Winnipeg, LOL would work, though. So there's four of these here. Which one do you think hosts one first? And yes. last... Because people uh, will see the poll question. Winnipeg uh, lasts. I, I don't know. Like, the Coyotes are going to need that, to do it's, it's, it's a very close race between Arizona I just, and Winnipeg. I don't even understand the reasons why Anaheim hasn't hosted a game yet. Yeah, I don't get that. I don't get that one. I'd probably see... I've, I've got I'm, Disneyland right there. I'm going Take to say... Never been to Disneyland. Neither have I, actually. I'm really? trying to keep my kids from ever going to. I'm a horrible father. 
Is there something you want to tell us, Craig? About the commercialism of Disneyland? No, we don't want to get into Craig that. is a little fired up this morning. Uh, I won't How much does it cost now to get why? into Disneyland? Like, I remember, $700. Because I remember, so, funny story that has nothing to do with hockey. That I'm cool, just yeah, just go ahead. With, is like that I, I, when I lived in Florida, we went to Disney World. And obviously with the last name Eisner in the early 2000s. What's they, your last name now? It's still that. Ooh, but okay. it made more sense when Michael Eisner was the CEO of oh, Disney. All right. Uh, we tried to, they like, tickets then to even get in were like a hundred something dollars each. So, wait, so none of us have ever been to Disneyland? No, I've never been to Disneyland. I've been to right. Disney World. We're doing a podcast. I've been to Disney World Epcot too. greater than signed anything else in Disney. Oh, really? Epcot what? Epcot is, I said Epcot greater than signed okay. everything else. Just said, we're, we're not typing here. Jamie's <laughs> talking in emojis and Craig was <laughs> confused. This is fantastic. Okay. So none of us have been to Disneyland, and we established like two I have been to ago. Disney World, though. I have been to Disney World. None of us have golfed. I've been to Knott's, Knott's Berry Farm. No, I have not golfed. Here's so the thing about Disneyland and Disney World. Trips. They're yeah. not that great. They're really not that great. No. There's a couple good rides, and that's it. And they mostly suck, and they're way too expensive. Mm-hmm. Can we do one of these shows from those teacups that spin around? Yeah. <laughs> We'd have to have Chris in the, uh, the teacup next to us. They set those up in the parking producing. lot over on like 19th Avenue and Thunderbird occasionally if we want to just <laughs> want to try that. <laughs> I don't think those are regulated. Um, all right, I'm going to say that Vegas gets one first because L.A. just had one, so they're going to make Anaheim wait, and they don't like Winnipeg for an all-star venue, I don't think, anytime soon. it's and negative degrees. I bet on Vegas, too. Okay. Oh, I see what you're saying. The house always wins. Oh, the house does always win. That's the greatest line of the year. Who said that? Nate Schmidt? No, that, well, I think it was their social media first, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, wasn't Nate? But I don't know if it was them or Schmidt. It was awesome, though. Their social media is great, by the way. Uh, most of the time. Most of the time. Do you think, here, they let's just, just they go, do make some mistakes. Go on a tangent here. At what point do you think people get fed up with their social media? Like, I, I know well, that. Well, there's some that are already. Some, but I'm saying, like, at what point does it run its course and it's not as funny? Here's, are, we, are we exciting a month or a year? I'm saying, or? like, years. Like, years, I think, okay. it, I, I just think at a certain point people might get tired of it. Maybe. It's tough. When you, when you walk that, that line of that tone on social media, mm-hmm. you're going to inevitably annoy a large chunk of the fan base. Yes. Or of other fan bases. So you just have to decide that we don't care. You have to make a decision. We don't care, and we're just going to continue to do what we are doing. Yes. Or what most, what usually ends up happening is the first or second time they step over the line, they pull, pulled it all the way back. Yeah. Which we've kind of seen. People probably get sick of it when they're in 10th place in the West. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's true. Uh, NHL reviewing goaltender interference. How do we yeah. feel about this? Hey, hey, look, when, did you really get a, a sense of what they're actually doing from nope. Gary Bettman's quote? Uh, Gary Bettman's quote? I called him Gary Bateman. Jason's brother. Yeah. I just saw something <laughs> with Jason Bateman. Bateman killing the Diamondbacks last night. That's why I had it on my mind. Oh, yeah, he does hate the Diamondbacks he does for hate the some Diamondbacks. odd reason. He, he, he articulates it well. It's actually funny. But, yeah, I don't, I don't really get a sense of what How they're doing. He He's basically saying them, you know, stop de- deliberating so much, the rule work. Yeah, like, like I, no, no, no. We, we need to define what goaltender yes. interference is. Can we go back to that basic step? Nobody knows it's what like, it is. It's like Goodell the other day. Well, I'm yeah. very concerned about the catch rule. Okay, so what are you going to do about it? We're all concerned. We're concerned about goaltender interference. I'm concerned I, about the tapes Roger Goodell destroyed. <laughs> hey, baby steps, okay? Let's deal with catches first. I, I think that, I mean, there's, there's a, a good parallel between the two of those. If you watch football and there's a great catch... You can't even enjoy it in the moment. You then have to wait for them to review it. Yeah. That's the most exciting play in football, typically. He completed typically. the action. What? Same thing with You have hockey. to survive yeah, the that's ground. Prob- that's a perfect equivalent. You have actually. to survive the goalie crease. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what it is. I, I, I honestly don't know what Nobody it is. Nobody like, There have been so many times where I thought, that's obvious goaltender interference, or that's not. 
and I've been wrong. Yeah, I wonder if, if we were moving toward having just more hard, like just a hard line rule of just, we're taking all the nuance out of it. If you make contact with a goaltender X number of seconds before the puck goes in, it's not no goal. I wonder if that's what they're going to end up going with. I know it's but tough. pushed into them. Yeah, that's that's the area where it gets tough. That's the, yeah. But I, I'm all about if you get pushed into him, that it's it's that's your. What if he's outside the, the blue paint? Yeah. Okay, well, let's define that too. Well, because the, what that bothers the, me too. The blue paint means nothing right now. That's it's it's moronic. If a goalie comes out to make a save, he comes outside the blue paint. Why is he suddenly fairer game than he was in the blue paint? If he's trying to make a save, and I'm going back to Corey Crawford last year in the playoffs, who obviously got interfered with on a critical goal that may have changed the course of that series. And they didn't call it. They said no goaltender interference. That was obvious goaltender interference to me. Is that game why? three? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Blackhawks were leading. Yep. Why, the only time why when he comes outside the tiny blue painted area to make a save because he wants to cut down the angles, is he suddenly fairer game? That makes no sense to me. All right, but let's... It should be about the act of the save. Let's fix this right now, then. Let's, okay. let's just define goaltender interference. Here, okay, here's, here's the things you have to, I think, factor in. One... Skaters on the opposing team are going to be dishonest and make it look like they were pushed in, or skaters on on the defending team are going to be dishonest and push them into their goalie at times. And two, a goalie is going to come out of the crease and make it look like he's trying to make a save when he realizes he's out of position. Sure. So those are things you have to factor in. That's why the that's why the goalie crease was supposed to mean something. That's why yeah, that's why they painted a different color allegedly. <laughs> I get it, but there's there's always going to be some su- subjectivity to it. But yeah. in, in the in that instance that I, I named, Crawford was clearly trying to make a save. It was obvious what was happening on that play. He got his glove, I think it was his glove chopped. Yeah. And yeah. then no goaltender interference. So it's just insane. Let's, uh, okay, so let's just... My voice is rising, you can tell. This it's is insane. the most impassioned I've heard, Craig, since that play happened last year in the playoffs, and also when he talks about Stan Bowman. So, can you cite Stan Bowman for like, I don't know, salary cap interference, or is that a different conversation? For, it's probably a different conversation. Okay. Uh, well, we'll see how that plays out at the end of the season when they miss the playoffs. That's, that's not happening. They'll fire Joel Quindle. And then, uh, and, and then he'll be hired by 30 other teams. Yes. Let's say that it's goalie interference if you hit the goalie in the crease, and then the, some subjectivity has to come into play if he's out of the crease making a save. Or if he's pushed in. Well, that's Boom. sort of that's how it. it is now. That's but, you, but, but you have replay for that. But you have replay. Like, that, yeah. My thought on that is... As even if you call it initially on the ice, okay, no goal, you can go and replay. Say, so, oh, no, he just gets cross-checked by a defenseman into the goaltender. That's not his fault. Yeah. I mean, you can make that determination. If, if I can sit at home and watch on TV and say, oh, I can see what happened, the referees can too. So did we just solve this in the span of like eight seconds? No, we didn't. I, no. I feel like we did. I don't, I don't feel like we did because we just basically said what the rule is already. There's more subjectivity when he's outside the crease. That, that's how the rule reads, actually. Okay, but in the crease... There should be very little subjectivity. If you're in the crease and you get hit, it's not Yeah, unless somebody gets shoved into you, it should be goaltender interference. My thought, that, but it also depends on how much time has passed, like yeah. Jamie said, right? My, how much time do you allow to elapse? I saw a couple, my thought, if, if a goaltender is completely outside of the crease, no yes. part of the goaltender is in the blue paint. Then the burden of any proof is inc- on that team. My thing is any incidental contact, that would be the no goal but no penalty, doesn't exist. Okay. It's a goal. Yeah. If it would have, if it's an interference that would have drawn a penalty anyway, then it's a penalty. Yeah, there has to be something if you're outside the crease. It's got to be very clear that you were interfered with. Yes. Otherwise, it's a goal. To me, I, I think if you're not in the blue, and if no part of you is in the blue paint, then the, your, your incidental contact protection goes away. What if Brett Hall has one skate in the blue paint in the Stanley Cup? Is that, or is that a different conversation? <sighs> it's a different so conversation. What if Corey Crawford gets his glove chopped? What would you call in that instance? Well, if he's if he's in the well, that very if, if his glove is goal. chopped, yeah. I mean that's. Wouldn't that be a slash if he was on a skater? So, I mean, that's my thought. If any normal penalty that would would apply should still apply if they're out of the crease. Yeah. 
but just that incidental, like if they brush by you or right, you know, because sometimes like where they brush the glove on, in on the way by, and then the goal goes in two seconds. It's a right to a space, and I get yeah, it, but yeah, but to me that was that it's, was obvious. Yeah. intent. Yeah, I mean, if you if you chop, yeah, if you chop chop, I mean, that's clearly he turns, looks at the goaltender, and yeah, chops his that's, glove. That's that was a penalty. Like theory. it's not just a goaltender advance; it's a penalty. Yeah. Mark Seifley back, or not back? Back skating. skating. And the, and the Jets have somehow weathered this without him, which is amazing to me. How do you lose your franchise center and remain in first place? That's an impressive team. And we've talked about them on the show. This is the third season we've done this show. The first two years we did it, we talked about how much of underachievers they were because they had so much offensive talent. And really some defensive talent as well. Like yeah, we they, were ridiculing them for the four-year extension to Paul Maurice. Well, which I still think was sort of odd. but yeah, It was. I mean, you, you could have waited... Here's the thing. If you don't extend him and they're they're playing like this now, you would have extended him probably around the All-Star break anyway. Which is what you should have done. That's yeah. how it should have played out. But it okay. worked out. It worked out for them. It did. But um, he hasn't played since December 27th, Mark Scheifele. And they're, they're in first place. Yeah. Which is amazing to me. Now, I know you can, you can withstand the loss of a good player for a little bit of time. Other teams have done this even this season. But in that division, to manage that without... What is clearly your best player, I think, yes. still above Patrick Lyon just because of the position he plays and the overall impact he has on the game is it's just remarkable. But that the watch out, they're only three points ahead of Nashville. And Mike Fisher's coming Mike back. Mike Fisher's back. Yeah, we buried the lead. So Mike Fisher is back. Which they'll announce in five minutes. Jamie Eisner first broke the news to me and Craig. <laughs> yeah. And nobody else. But uh, how do we feel about this? Mike Fisher back. Everybody likes Mike Fisher. Everybody does like Mike yeah. Fisher. I just don't know why he's coming back to hockey. I, I wish him the best. I have. I do too. I don't he, think he has any impact on this team whatsoever. No, he, he wasn't very good when he left. So yeah. you don't think he could have an impact in the playoffs, though? Maybe. And I'm sure they're thinking, wouldn't this be a cool story if Mike Fisher comes yeah. back and we win the cup? And again, only played a half a season, a little bit less than half a season. Maybe he's got a little fresh. bit more gas left in the tank. It's a smaller tank than it used to be, but. And it, it sounds like Jamie was saying off the air, but it sounds like Nashville talked him into coming back, at least as yes. far as we know now. That's according to Bob McKenzie, based on what his report was, is that Nashville approached him. He had 18 goals last year. I mean, that's not awful. It's not, no, but, it's not like the peak of his career. I no, get that, but, but I always get worried when a player's retired. And again, I'm just basic, basing this off of Bob McKenzie's report. And then the team comes to you and you're like, no, I'm, I'm happy in retirement. And then they talk you out of it. Like I feel like this has, we could be talking in two months about Mike Fisher retiring again. Where does he fit on that team? Is he there? Fourth line center? Probably. Yeah, that's that would be if they can drop him down the lineup, that might be a, a really good thing for them. I mean, you, you never can have enough center depth, right? It's it's low risk. I mean if you can if your your I, thought is we're gonna go out and try to trade for a fourth line center, just sign Mike Fisher. I mean I or re sign, it's weird. You just but just bring him back. So again, there there's no risk to this. I just don't know it's gonna have that much impact. I gotta be honest, I, I thought that when this season started, it's not a knock on Nashville, but I just I didn't think I didn't think Pittsburgh would make it back to the Cup because to do it three years in a row is crazy, especially with Tampa Bay in your conference. And I didn't think Nashville would make it back because even doing it two years in a row is crazy. You just you you have that attrition on your collective team over the course of an additional what twenty games in one playoff, and then or probably more than that actually. And they underperformed in the regular season last year too. Yeah, so wondered if they would do that again. And they were starting without Ryan Ellis this year, but I mean he's back. But now I'm looking at a team that's near the top of the Central, and their center depth is Ryan Johansson, Nick Benino, Kyle Turris, and Mike Fisher. Yeah, that's pretty good. They, they know they what they're doing. They have some holes on the wings, by the way. Oh, yeah. Maybe they'll add something there. but Much easier to add there than down the middle. Sure so. is. But look, I mean, they are set at goalie. Even UC Saros has been good. Set right? on defense. We know that. Set on defense. Turris has been a great addition for them. Yep. He's their third-line center. I mean, that, 
That might actually be my pick to go to the Cup at this point. They're, the they're really Conference. good. They're really strong. So Nashville, Vegas, our dream Western Conference final, and Jamie's sending me to cover that, by the way. I'm putting that out there in public so you all know. You get Vegas, I get Nashville. How's that? I've never been to Nashville. Never, oh. Na- oh, Nashville's an awesome city. Oh, thanks. It's, okay, yeah, send me. It's a blast. Because I was I was there when the Coyotes were there for the uh, the conference semifinals. Really? I think we should both go. Let's do it. Road trip. Yeah. All right. Yeah. On a beautiful city. Time. Nothing but Disney, nice things to say Disney about Nashville. On the way. We'll be sleeping in the streets. That's fine. The way I hear Nashville described, it doesn't even matter. There's just people playing soothing music everywhere. Pretty much times. from about about two in the afternoon till about four a.m. That works. So Nashville, your guys' pick or not to come out of the West right now? I just say um, I, I like a Nashville uh, Vegas. You take Nashville over I, Vegas, I, correct? In the best I of seven, probably, probably would. would but yeah. I'm still, I'm still going to be Team Winnipeg. I probably take. <laughs> you have to be. You're I probably take Vegas over Winnipeg and over St. Louis. But if they lose to Chicago in the first round, it doesn't matter. I need this to happen. So I'm sorry, bad, Chicago's not making the playoffs. I think we've already established <laughs> that. You have established that. Didn't they just win again last night? They're still four points back. Although I'm just again, Anaheim's taking one of those spots. Like it's happening. Like we just accept it. All right, let's just let's go through. <laughs> just accept the Anaheim is making the playoffs. Here are the current eight playoff teams in the Western Conference. Let me do the math real quick. All right. Well, they actually list them in order for you. You don't have to. Yeah, but it's I, five I like, points. I, I like to I like to earn it. Okay. Because every, every team is tied right now. Work smarter, not harder, points. Luke. Okay, that's a good point. Here we go. Here's the eight playoff teams. Vegas, Winnipeg, Nashville, St. Louis, Dallas, San Jose, L.A., Minnesota. Yes. All right, Minnesota's dropping out for Anaheim. Yeah, yeah I think Minnesota's dropping out. Yes, just, Minnesota does nothing for me. Um, Dallas could drop out. Colorado, we'll see what they do. Colorado, Calgary. I, just, I don't know what to make of Calgary. Yeah, Calgary was they really can't hot, and now they're sliding again. Okay. I don't, know. I don't know what that, that team... I, we talked about that. that. That team needs something. It, let's say Anaheim gets in for Minnesota, okay? Yep. Uh, here's the other three teams that are currently out of the playoffs that would have a legitimate shot. Colorado, Calgary, Chicago. Right. Seriously, you guys Dallas, are taking yeah, somebody over who, one of those who two are they teams replacing? Are, are we in agreement that the top three teams in the Central are remaining as they are? Yes. yes. Okay. But I'm just saying, so, if I told you somebody gets in for L.A. or Dallas or whoever, and it's Colorado, Calgary, or Chicago, you're taking Chicago at that point. I think we broke Craig. Yeah, I don't know. He's just humming now. We need to restart him. I still need to see Colorado finish this off. I'm I'm still not a firm believer in Colorado. I still think they have holes in their lineup. But and I could see a, a team like LA or even I still think San Jose will get in in the end. But I think LA could fall out of the playoffs. Yeah, especially with Carter out. Absolutely. So, but yeah, yeah I don't know. It, it's hard. The the Blackhawks have some work to do, man. They have some work to do. Yeah. So here's the problem. I mean. Car- Chicago, Calgary, and Colorado all still have flaws that we can't overlook. And Colorado's as hot as can be right now, and I just think that they're going to have to cool off eventually. How about this, then? We, if, if the trade deadline was right now, or you know, whatever, if, if these teams are in the exact same positions when the trade deadline rolls around, Chicago's still making a move as a buyer, correct? I'm not sure. I read a Lazarus story the other day that, that sounds like they're not going to make any big moves at the deadline this year, so... They're standing pat with Jordan Osterley as their top pairing defenseman. So let me too? let me remind you of that, okay? Can you go to Daily Faceoff and take a look at the blue the blue line pairings for the Blackhawks? I'm not going to because okay. that's what you want me to do. Because Duncan Keith is playing alongside somebody named Jordan Osterley. But you've got Duncan Keith. You do have Duncan Keith, who's still and on one of the best it. contracts in the NHL, and that really is it. I mean, yeah. If, if they're not going to make a move out right now, but if they're not going to make a move, then uh, you can talk me into them. 
being done in the first round and not even making. I, the still, I just don't know who they're going to get. I think it'd be better right. if they miss the playoffs. I don't know who even for get. two years and picking two years of missing the playoffs with that. No, you yep. you've, you're wasting years of Patrick Kane and you're wasting them now anyway. You're not going to do anything when yeah. you get in the playoffs. They'll be fine. They'll be out in the first round. To, to make it to the compliance buyout. You think I'm joking? I'm going to continue no, I, to say that. They, they, How about the lock? Yeah, you're talking about the lock. The lockout and then coming back to the compliance buy. Yeah, yeah. They will. It'll be great. And by the way, the the PA. Could you imagine if they get two again? The PA and the NHL are not talking, are not getting along at all right now. So, yeah, I could see. I could see yet another lockout coming for the NHL. When is that supposed to be? 2020. 2020. Boy, they can they can block they can compliance buy out Seabrook and Taves. Wow. Taves. I don't think they can compliance buy out Taves. Eighteen million dollars you can free up on Seabrook, the Seabrook, who yeah. That's an awkward conversation. Bye bye. Uh, bye Who is more likely to make it back to the cup? Nashville, who we just discussed, or the Penguins who have won eight of ten with three different goalies? Good question, because Matt Murray's back. Matt Murray's back. After personal tragedy. Sorry to hear about that. Um, Sidney Crosby is red hot again. And and I still maintain that Melker Carlson did not slew foot Sidney Crosby. But I've got it right here, and it says Melker Carlson blatant slew foot. Oh, you're, you're reading Sportsnet. Yeah, are you? I am now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's, that's what it says. Is Melker Carlson Canadian? Name doesn't look Canadian. I doubt to it. Me. No, it yeah, does. He's not Canadian. No, he's from. Uh, I already know the answer to the question. It was rhetorical. Oh, it's Craig's. Is Sidney Crosby Canadian? This should be a segment on the show. He is right. Craig gets okay. rhetorical. Got it. Rhetorical. Talk so blatant slew foot. This is a Swedish. I've seen so many player. more slew foots that were, uh, so many slew foots that were more blatant than that one. That one I'm not even sure was. It looks like Crosby slows down. Carlson's looking at the puck and runs into his back. You agree it should be a penalty, though, right? Because he did stick his leg out. Did he stick his leg out because he was losing his balance, or did he stick his leg out because he was trying to trip him? I think he knows how to ice skate. Well, once you run into another player at full speed, that kind of changes your ability to yeah. ice skate. I Look, the first 50 times I saw it, I didn't think it was a slew foot. I'm not even sure it is a so slew foot So you watched now. it a 51st time to convince yourself. Because yeah. I saw a different yeah. angle. Well, because we were starting the show, and, and it said blatant slew foot, so I didn't know if I missed something. There's a different angle where it looks like it's at least a penalty. Because, I mean, we see tripping all the time where it's like, okay, I guess technically that's tripping because your stick was there and the guy tripped over it. So if those are, are tripping calls, then whether he was slipping or not, he definitely Okay, by that standard, up. sure. Sure. But by the Tim Peel standard, that, that, yes. That, that's, that's about it. Remember when Tim Peel joined Twitter for a day and then figured out that was a terrible idea? Why didn't he do that? I don't know. Remember Wyshynski's interview with him? I do. I that do. was awesome. That went poorly for that everybody awesome. except us. Uh, Crosby has points in seven of his last eight. Neither one of you guys answered me. Pittsburgh or Nashville more likely Pittsburgh. to get back. Pittsburgh. Really? With Tampa they, Bay in the conference? Because they, they, they're it. saying it's Tampa Bay. Nashville's got to go through Winnipeg, St. Louis, Vegas. Yeah. So they have a tougher path. See, when I look at Pittsburgh's path this year, I think, I don't think it'd be that hard to get out of the Metro this year. I don't see, a, I, I don't think the Metro's as good as it was last year. No. So yes, if they run into Tampa Bay, they're going to be in trouble, but I just think that's the only team that's Assuming the Penguins stay relatively healthy, which is never an easy assumption with them. No, but I mean, we just have to assume everybody has what they have right now. Have they traded yeah. Chris Letang yet? No. Okay. If they trade Chris Letang, they're not going back to the Stanley Cup. No. Uh, wow, that's surprising. I thought you guys would have said Nashville. I, I think I'm. I think I'm going with Nashville, and partially because I think they don't have an easy path. But I, I think that's if, an easier path than if Nash. If you just switch Nashville with, let's say, I don't know, the Devils. Okay. And the Nashville was in the East. The answer would be Nashville by a mile. Really? But oh, that's, okay. But, just, because of the path. Yeah. So if I put them in the East, it's Nashville by a mile. I really but I think the not. Metro path is pretty easy this yeah. year. And Washington's not as good a team as they were last no. year. Columbus is not as good, good a team. The New York teams are struggling to make the playoffs. I, I think you can get out of the Metro pretty easily. Yeah. If, if the Penguins heat up, I think they will get out of the Metro. So then it's one series 
to get to the cup final. Nashville should have difficult series every step of the way. Yeah. If you ask me right now to pick my Eastern Conference final, it's Pittsburgh Tampa. Then and I don't think oh, I would pick that. I don't think I would pick Nashville to be in the Western Conference final right now. Wow. No, yeah, I guess Pittsburgh's path would be most likely right at this moment. New Jersey, Washington, Tampa. I still think Washington. New Jersey, and Washington. Tampa. They take them both down. I, I think Washington's yeah. a tough series, well, though. Uh, it's the second round of the playoffs we're talking about. Okay. <laughs> I'll believe it when I see. Do it. I need to say anything more than that? Why doesn't Washington Pittsburgh against the Capitals in the second round? What do you think happens? Why don't the Capitals lose a few games so they get Pittsburgh in the first round and at least try something new? Whereas Nashville's path would be St. Louis, Winnipeg, and I guess you guys are saying Vegas, Vegas. right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, Maybe Anaheim. I'd rather go through St. Louis, Winnipeg, and Vegas. Wow, I would. Because Tampa's so much better than all of those teams. And well, I think you're just, you're just talking about the yeah, conference final. Yeah, like percentage yeah. chances. But it's one series. But, to, yeah. Okay, and, and you, by the way... Would you rather play uh, Winnipeg or Washington? Oh, hang on a second here. Okay. You, we're, we're, we're pushing Tampa Bay into the, into the conference final. Boston Bruins are playing yeah, Boston incredible play really well, hockey But I still right think. They're, they're just, they're just not Tampa. Yeah, good for Watch them. Watch out for them. I think Boston will... Boston's taking down Toronto, by the way. Boston-Toronto. Boston-Tampa in the series. second round is going to be okay. excellent, by the way. I'm, I'm ready for Boston-Tampa-Pittsburgh-Washington. And to right your now. question, that Winnipeg is a better team than Washington. I'll go on record saying that. I, well, I you guys are losing your minds. Okay. I know, really I know, I know I'm the Winnipeg uh, supporter. This is but... the year to lose our minds, Luke, because Vegas could win the President's Trophy. All right, yeah, they're one point that. off the NHL lead now. That, I think, would be cool. I'm not with you guys that they're, they're winning the Western Conference. There's too many teams that could take them out that I think are better than them in a seven-game series. I don't, I don't have them in the Cup yet. Well, that, that's Craig's thing. He has still them winning that, the Olympics. I still think the Anaheim Ducks might come out of the West. I, I just too. I don't know. I have a weird feeling about them. I, I I'm with you on on the Anaheim pick actually, but uh, I would say Anaheim Nashville in the Western Conference Finals. But Vegas could legitimately win the President's Trophy, and yeah. this is a rare instance where I think that really means something. Like Washington wins it every year, and then they just they it, who cares by the time they're done in the second round? But yeah, it means something because they're 19 three and two at home. Yeah. It'd be really and they cool. didn't exist a year ago. Yeah. This is, really this cool. is, this is, this is the best. they have players that other teams didn't want. This is the best <laughs> team, team-based team story in sports this year. And it's not close. And I don't... How's Tamu Pulkinen doing for them, by the way? Uh, he's, he's do, whatever he's doing, it, it must be right, because look where they are. Yeah. Uh, I'm Like I said, I'm not on board with them stringing together multiple playoff series wins against more experienced teams when you, you see the same team seven times in two weeks. But... I, you could absolutely sell me that they're going to win the President's Trophy because look how good they are in the, the regular season. This is It's not a fluke that they have this record, and that would be a pretty great ending to this story. No. I don't think that's where it ends, but yes, it's just it just keeps going. By the way, 33 wins now, the most by an expansion, expansion franchise. We are 49 games into Vegas' season. This is absurd. So they're clearly going to obliterate the, the previous record. Good luck, Seattle. Exactly. This ex- the expectations for the next expansion franchise are going to sink. Somebody's the future GM of the Seattle Emeralds or whatever they're going to be is going to get fired because of how good of a season they should Vegas be. Like doing. the Seattle Golden Knights, so they the, need to come the, up with some sort of slight play on the name. The scuttle from the Board of Governors meetings is that Seattle wants it cemented in place that the draft process will look the same because the NFL, NHL likes to leave some wiggle room in, in everything it does. Yeah. They want that cemented that they will have the same They still won't do as good. Process. They won't because you're not going to you're not talking about the same pool of players a second, no. you know, well it's not a second straight year. So maybe but, maybe a couple years down the road it will be, but I don't know how you follow this act. I, you can't, right? There's no, no way this, this, you this can is, follow this, this act. Defies logic. Everybody in Seattle will be looking at you saying, "Okay, well this is the blueprint. You're you're going to do the same thing, right?" That's a mistake. Everyone's no, then you'll miss the playoffs and no, and they'll finish in last place like most expansion teams should, and it'll be a mess. Let me ask you this. 
if if we know that Seattle's getting a team in, say, three years, and we know that the expansion process is going to look the same when they get the team, how much does that impact the other 31 teams now in the next three years when they sign contracts? Because with Vegas, they didn't know until basically, what, a year out? And at that point, like a team like Columbus, we talked about last week, you pretty much knew a year out they were going to have to give up William Carlson or somebody on his level, and yeah. we didn't know he was going to be a potential. I mean, he could score 40 goals this year. But you knew that that's somebody that they wouldn't have just given up if they didn't have yeah. to. You're right. Yeah, it could change the way things yeah. teams operate. They probably won't make similar mistakes. So, yeah, I, I mean, I can see so many reasons why Seattle's just not going to follow this act. First of all, because it's unprecedented. This shouldn't be happening. This is insane. It's not going to happen twice. Yeah, this is sort of yeah, the, the same thought of we're going to keep telling you and everybody that follows hockey closely is going to tell you that Connor McDavid and Austin Matthews only come around once in a generation and yet people are still going to see Nolan Patrick or Nico Heischer the following year and be like, hey, why aren't they doing what Matthews and right. McDavid do? It's the same thing here. Vegas is, this is, <laughs> I can't imagine this ever happens again. And yet, you're right. When Seattle gets their team, people are going to be like, hey, why are you guys in last place? What do you guys want to see for the name, by the way? You've seen Emeralds spun yeah. lately. I don't like that name at all. No. I, I still like Metropolitans. Why, why would they not go back, you know, go to go to their history and... But then you're, the same you're associated with the New York Mets. That's the only Yeah, you don't issue. want to be that thing. Well, nobody thinks of the Mets as being the Metropolitans. Nobody even thinks of the Mets. Nobody thinks of the Mets. It's true. Yeah. Right, Leftovers? We should point out that Leftovers is a Mets fan. which it's is a sad life he lives. Partially, maybe, why Jamie is so mean to him, hmm. being the Yankees fan that you are. It's on the list. It's on. <laughs> can, you, can you compile that list so we can just go through it like 10 items each week? So do you guys have a name that you like? You can't choose Sasquatches. I don't think that'll play. I don't Sonics? think that'll happen. Or we should just steal the WHL team's name. Wow, that would be cool. Just steal the they just took the name Sonics. Sonics. <laughs> just steal the Thunderbirds that name. That would be awesome. I, the hockey team just said, yeah, we're going to be the Sonics. Why not? That's my pick. And look, I lived in Seattle for a while. I, I, that, yeah, and, yeah you want to come back? I'd, but this name's taken. It, there's not really a green and yellow NHL team either. So this is perfect. Go back old school, have Sean Kemp drop the puck at the first game. <laughs> Sean Kemp. That's right. Gary Payton. Gary Payton. Yeah. there. The glove. That they could call the arena the glove. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, who still uh, still talks about Seattle glowingly, which is why he's the greatest player in the NBA. Uh, yeah, I'm going with Sonics. You're going with Sonics. Yeah, you know I, don't I, mean? I, I they're not going to do it. I, 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 so. I would like them to take the WHL team, WHL team's name, and go with the Thunderbirds. And then what do the Thunderbirds do? I don't, who cares? Well, Leave town. They're having a hard enough time making. They're fighting payroll rules right now, so like, they're they have other stuff to worry about. They could change their name to the uh, Patrick Marlowe's. Didn't Marlowe play for the Thunderbirds, didn't he? Isn't he the most famous Thunderbird? I can't, uh, I'm trying can't to remember. Uh, Marlowe, I think Marlowe did. Barzal did. Yeah, Shea Theodore did. Chris Osgood. Uh, Chris Osgood did. Calvin Picard did. Oh, this is, Jamie goes into... Two, two Vegas players did. Naming Thunderbird alumni mode. And I, I don't know. I don't know. It's well, disturbing, actually. Yeah. How do you know? I don't know. I don't, don't ask. All right. All right. Barzal, oh, Everett that, Silver Tips, go. <laughs> John Rosen. Really? There we go. That's, uh, that might be the list. It's the only one I know. Friend no, of Windsor the Because it's on his Twitter Dear handle, all. and he talks about it whenever you bring it up. He should. Hi, John. We should have him back on the show. By the way... We should have him back on the show. Uh, Sebastian Norn for Swedish Things. You said I never book a guest. Well, I got you there, Craig. He wants to come on and talk uh, Sweden before the Olympics. Sure. Yeah. All right. We should do that. There we, we go. We should talk to John Rosen, too, because he's going to be do, doing broadcasting for the Olympics. Didn't he play for Everett? You know what? He did. Oh, we should talk about that. Silver tips, right? I, yes. I, okay. Somebody told me something yeah. like that. Um, how about some post-All-Star predictions? You don't want to talk jerseys, do you? Or are we finishing with jerseys? 
we'll we'll finish. finish. You know, we were progressing nicely along the, the timeline, and then you just jump back up at the top. I, I can't follow you. Non-linear progression across the timeline. Oh, okay. Well played. Yeah. Well played. So, I, I mean, my, my boldest, I guess, post-All-Star prediction is that the Blackhawks make the playoffs. I'm stunned that I'm in a world where that's a so bold this is, prediction. This is two years in a row where Luke is just fist on the table pounding that the Blackhawks are going to do something they're not capable of doing. They're capable of making the playoffs. They're four points out. They're not good. Don't put me in a position where I'm pulling for the Blackhawks. I, 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 I care. Apparently, I am. That, you, they're not making the playoffs, right? Are, are the the two of us with mics and the one without all in agreement that the Blackhawks? Yeah, they're not making the playoffs. playoffs. Okay, here, here. Do, do here. we want to do a friendly, a friendly like natty hatty wager on this? All right. I don't know. Yeah, we we've been talking is, about this for three, actually what, for three months. Actually, let's have right. our listeners give us some ideas. Okay. Yeah. What should is it? All three of us? All four of us? Yeah, all four of us. Okay. I like this. I'm so it's, it's got to be, you know, so something that, nothing too terribly expensive or we don't have to, like, make Luke play in traffic or whatever on the 101, but... Well, traffic never moves on the know, 101, so I'd probably be okay. In a lobster suit or something. Yeah, something ridiculous, <laughs> but also... Like, ridiculous enough that it's a punishment, but not not something that's going to make the evening news. All right. <laughs> Wait. So, What ahead. happens if, if I win? Well, you, you have the chance to really cash in here by getting yeah. something from three different people. Okay. So yeah. you stand to gain here, okay. but we're we not to going to. That is. All right. So that's your big prediction? I, I Okay, here's my bold prediction. The Rangers, Kings, and Blackhawks will all miss the playoffs. All three of those teams. All those major markets. What about Quebec? LOL. Yeah. They will definitely miss. And the Blackhawks missing the playoffs, as I mentioned before, will cost either Coach Joel Quenville or GM Stan Bowman his job. That's a bold prediction I'm wow. throwing out. Okay. Jamie? Bold prediction? Around the horn. Let's go around the horn. Well, I've got, I've got two more. So Let's yeah, go. go. Chris? Ahead. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Chris what, just what said the that? Mets are going to win the World Series. Okay. I don't I didn't, know. I didn't hear that. So I'm glad and you the could Jets are going to win the Super Bowl? That's... Jamie, Jets might get at uh, Kirk Cousins. Uh, bold prediction, uh, Anaheim wins the West. Anaheim wins the West. team that's not in a playoff position as we are talking right now wins the Western Conference. Okay. I think I agree with them. But um, I'll go bold prediction here. I, well, I have one, but I think, I think Craig's going to say the same thing, so I'm just going to wait. You no, say you it. say it. Go ahead. You can take it. I've got plenty of others. I think Nathan McKinnon... I wrote a column on this. You can read it on FanRex Sports. He doesn't read really. I know. Well, I, I wanted well, to actually go through wife. a couple of those, but... I think Nathan McKinnon wins the heart. Okay. That's not that bold, but okay. Well, Nikita Kucherov might have he's, 50 he's, goals and 100 we, points. We were talking about that, so I, I could see that happening. Okay. All right. Boston Bruins are going to eliminate the Toronto Maple Leafs in the first round of the playoffs, setting off a wave of hysteria in Toronto. Well, I, think, I think that's likely more than bold. Craig doesn't know the meaning of bold, apparently. You don't think that's bold? It's, it's no, I think that's very much what's going to happen. I think it's going to happen. Uh, I think it's going to happen if they play right now. I mean, we've still got a few months. I want to see if Boston can keep this going, because you talk about guys hitting the rookie wall, that's like half their team at this point. All right, go, Jamie. Stop texting. An- another bold okay. prediction? Is this your bookie? How many bold predictions? I already made one. We're going two each. Bet? Did you place a bet on? No, not yet. Right there? I placed a bet on the Winnipeg series. No, I placed a bet on the Winnipeg Jets to win the Stanley Cup. But won my twelve hundred dollars. Was that to win the cup? Because I was yes, win the cup. Okay, so okay. win the cup, twelve hundred bucks. Winning the cup. You got Winnipeg winning the cup. This is your bold prediction right now. Winnipeg is winning the cup. Well, no, no I, this I, is I, just no, how you're trying to make. No, no, no. I just would like to. I would like my twelve hundred dollars, please. Okay. We'll go cash it in right now and be like, this what's is your bold prediction? Besides the Ducks winning the West, let me see what else. We're going. I didn't. I was paying attention when we said the two part. That's that's bold predi- I'm trying to actually like, make a bold prediction, not like the thing that's going to definitely happen. Do you want me to go with one? Because I know you're yeah. not going to take it. Washington Capitals win two playoffs series. Yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> wow. Hmm. Just remember that. The Washington Capitals oh, win two I'll playoff remember. series. I'll remember you said it. Yeah, I already don't believe that one. 
Winnipeg will be the right. only one of Canada's three playoff teams to advance past the first round. Yeah, I, th- I have them in the Western Conference Final. So, yeah. Winnip- Jets-Ducks rematch. The only problem I have with Jamie's prediction is he has seven teams in the Western Conference Final. That's the only I don't. I have Winnipeg and I have the Ducks. So you don't have Vegas or Nashville? No. Okay. Which okay. is why I said I don't think I have Nashville there. Uh, Lightning win the cup is that even bold? I mean, we all made that. Anybody winning season. the cup is bold. Yeah. You're picking one team out of a, a bunch. But we all picked Tampa before the season. All right, the Coyotes will win the draft lottery. Did you not a chance. Yeah, I mean, Edmonton. That's, that's a bold <laughs> prediction, isn't it? Here. That's a bold prediction. Um, that's not even bold. That's like that's out of this world, unfounded in reality. Yeah. Uh, I'm out of bold predictions. I think. All right. How about Yarmar Yager returning to the NHL one more time? Yeah, no, I think that's done. Too bad, Sorry, huh? Colombian friend. We didn't even friend. talk about that, by the way. Colombian friend, Still Craig. Yarmir Yager headed to the Czech Republic. Nobody wants him. Yeah, that's... I hate to see it end. He wanted to play until he's 50. I, I hope he... Maybe he still can, obviously. Yeah, what if he finds his game again in the Czech Republic? Right, what if he discovers something and somebody wants to take a chance on him on a one-year deal? Maybe Seattle will take him. He's only 45, for God's sake. He's going to turn 46 very soon. Future Seattle in Sonic, Yarmir Yager. That's, that's my prediction. Let the guy play till he's fifty. Just do Come it. On. Come on. It's not not like he's hurting you. No, he's not. He's not really doing much of anything. You can go play in Ottawa. Yeah, that's true. He'd help What's them. the harm? Uh, Montreal. How about this? Are, are you have more predictions? No, I'm done. Okay, I'm done here. Uh, Jamie doesn't. He checked out a while ago. Carolina, <laughs> exploring bringing back the Hartford Whalers jerseys. I love this. They should bring back Brass Bonanza too. Play the song. You guys know that song? No. No. You don't know Brass Bonanza. I'm a millennial, Craig. <sighs> Somebody tweeted out the other day, you should know your hockey history. And Jamie retweeted it. So it's this catchy little tune that they played all the time at the Civic Center in Hartford, where I used to do 10 games while I was in college. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. I saw Dave Tippett play and Joel Quinville and the FTD line. Can you tell me who was on the FTD line? Come on. FTND. Ah, that's good. <laughs> Come on, Whalers. FTD hold on, line. Hold on, hold on. It was their top line. Um, you ought to be able to get one of them. Hold on, hold on. Um, is Kevin Deneen one of them? Two of them, actually, yes. Kevin Deneen is two Ooh. of them. Okay, is so one of them. is F. Ron Francis? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a pretty good line right now when you start piecing that together. He's not Tippett, though, is it? No. No, okay. Tippett was like a third line. He was a, he was a plugger, a plumber, as he said. A grinder. Uh, so then Turgeon. Oh, he was good, too. Yeah. I should have got that. It was a great line. I tried. Whatever. Um, Joel Quimble was on that team. Dave Tippett was on that team. A lot of coaches on that team. Current coaches. That was a very smart team. So you want everybody to do this? I everybody love Everybody that this. has a history. So yeah, if they wear the Whalers jersey. I mean, it's, it is. It's part of their history, and there's nothing wrong with wear. And who else is going to wear the jersey except for fans who still think the team's coming back? Everybody loves which, that jersey, of course. Too, it isn't. Across yeah, the it's board. a great jersey. Yeah. Goes back to the New England Whalers of the WHA. But if if we did this, if we extended this out with some of the other teams, Colorado could wear the Quebec LOL jersey. Yeah, I, I mean, no, I don't I mean, think Quebec Nordiques. Sorry, sorry. Stepped up on that one. If they just had LOL on their sleeve. <laughs> I don't. I don't think. Yeah. Then we'd know we were making an impact on the NHL hey, if somebody adopted that. We set the agenda on this show. Yes, we do. I love how for the next one you have uh, the Atlanta Flames and not the Thrashers. For, for, for way back for Winnipeg. Uh, it should be the Thrashers. No, that's just a typo. Uh, I mean, the Atlanta Flames were kind of like putting Phoenix in front of the Coyotes, and, <laughs> which of course I didn't do. But nobody's going to defend me. I'll defend you, even though thank, I don't know the story. You. Thank you. Craig is adamant about not putting Phoenix in front of the Coyotes. Yeah, so I'm copy, assuming copy desk uh, accidentally inserted Phoenix uh, in one of Craig's articles, and um, and as you would imagine, Twitter reacted rationally. What? Really? Twitter said mean things about Craig? Do you ever think that maybe some people send some of their comments accidentally to Craig Morgan, the country singer, and he's just yes. like, I don't care I, about I think people follow me so. accidentally thinking I'm Craig Morgan, the country singer, and then 
after several dozen hockey tweets, they realize I'm not. But do do you think that Craig Morgan, the country singer, gets angry hockey tweets? I hope so. Or like I questions hope he's very confused by it. I don't know. I'd have to ask him. Do it. And I'm just happy that like, Craig's name did not come up in the New York Times report about fake followers. So <laughs> I look carefully. Craig, yeah. Fake followers? Yeah. yeah. Did you not see that story? They outed a bunch of celebrities, journalists, others that bought bots to follow them. Can we? All right. Just a quick aside. What is the value? Perception. Maybe I'm naive. Perception. So you're paying money for perception. Percep- the perception of importance. Yes. I tell you what. Perception of importance, not an issue on this show. We know what we are. Correct? Yeah. I just, I've never understood that. And when I saw the article, I was, I, I kind of just always thought that maybe that was a myth, but there's legitimately people out there buying yes. followers. Remember when I was having that weird fluctuation in my Twitter yeah, followers? Yeah, that's too? right. That was yeah. bizarre. It's like, would go up 200 and then down 200. And well, that was, was my bizarre. birthday present to you as I bought yeah. you some followers. Somebody was messing with me. I don't know what was going on there. I was buying you I as many followers. I don't fully understand those processes, but. I think if, if Carolina wore the Whalers jerseys, people would see it as cool. I think yeah. if Colorado wore Nordique's jerseys, Quebec would declare war on Colorado. That's where I think we are. I think that you have to take it on a case-by-case basis. And okay. I don't think Dallas can wear Minnesota North Stars jerseys. How about Cleveland Barons or California Golden Seals? Yeah, that's fine. California's got nine hockey teams now or yeah. something. I think you can wear New Jersey. I don't think you want to ever be associated with By the way, have you seen the Kansas City Scouts jerseys? Those are great. Those yeah. would be cool. Jersey could wear those. I, uh, that'd be cool. And the Coyotes could yeah. wear. Uh, Never mind. Uh, that wouldn't work. I think they could bring back the old the black fox jersey. Remember that alternate jersey with no uh, no laces. I remember only really Red Skalov calling the half red sleeves. Yeah. I do remember that. <laughs> That's the only thing I remember about that. Um, here, I got some more listener questions for us. Okay. Okay. Let's uh, let's start with an email from Charles. Hi, Charles. Hey guys, love the podcast, and you all do great work. So. So mostly me, got I'm it. I'm assuming that was a typo and he meant you, Luke, do great work. That would have been... No. Um, no one's ever mistaken you, you for that. Do you think that he was talking about leftovers when he said you all do great work? No. Okay. I think leftovers is literally just an afterthought to most of our listeners. Okay. He has a couple As of... As he is to me. Coyotes-related questions. Is there a question related to this? Um, wow. I'm sorry. Am I not reading fast enough? Well, I just... Uh, you know, the, the abuse of Chris on this show. It, it bothers me. Well, you should probably find a new show then or make Jamie leave. Uh... Couple coyotes related questions, and also Charles has a conspiracy theory about the Florida Panthers. Ooh, I'm, okay. I'm gonna have to save that for next show because it's it's a very detailed. Conspiracy. Okay, so we'll so talk I about that. I need to sort of dump yeah, it out we'll talk about air. that next week. But uh, here's your two coyotes questions. One, what's going on with Ryan McKinnis? You want you want that one, Craig? Or? Uh. Uh, in his life? I mean, his love life? Is it, you mean his career? I mean, it is a very open-ended question, but I think probably they are wondering why Ryan McInnes has the stat line that he has. Which is loading on my computer right now. I believe he only has four goals, doesn't he? Uh, I can look for you. No, okay, here, we have it. He doesn't have... Four goals, eight points. Yeah. In so not great numbers. 31 games. Uh, well, the issue there is he's not very good. Okay, here's the thing about McKinnis, though. He was getting better for a while, it seemed like. And it, it is sort of strange that his stats would go backwards. Yes, but his ceiling was, I don't know, Max was a bottom role. six forward. Like, mm-hmm. best mm-hmm. best case scenario. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think sometimes people kind of get their expectations out of line. Like, I mean, I heard people talk about him when he goes to the second line that are like, he doesn't have that skill set. No. So his peak even now is, best case scenario, is fourth liner. At Which again is fine. You can again. That's not the end of the world. Not everybody's going to be a star, but, but you that's like that mobility. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I don't imagine he's somebody that's going to figure into their long term plans in any significant fashion. 
All right, second question. Okay. Which... Well, okay, there we go. Which non-Dylan Strome prospects in Tucson are you high on and think will make the NHL? Wow. Uh, I mean, I guess the, the, the first, first name after Strome is Markley, is to see what he can bring, but... I'd probably look at the goaltenders. Yeah, but I, I don't like a lot of the other skaters. Yeah, I mean, in terms of the, the defense, I don't really see anybody down there that's going to be an impact player. No. Well, let me throw a couple names. Uh, with all due okay. respect to Krupa I mean, Bianco, but yeah, uh, uh, Kyle Wood has the same issues that he he's had all mm-hmm. along. So I I don't see that ever being anything more than probably a guy who's up and down between the A and, and the NHL. Yeah, I mean Campbell is AHLer full timer at this point. Uh, Campbell Bianco, we'll see if he can develop into something more. Maybe. I mean, I mean yeah. I mean, Mayo, in terms Hanley, of like getting really excited Mermis. about somebody down there, yeah, I don't. I mean. Kevin Arkman-Larsen's there as a favor. I yeah. mean, so you're... I really go it. to the goaltenders. Uh, aside from, you know, still wondering what Dylan Strome is going to do, how he can put up these ridiculous numbers in the A and do nothing in the NHL. Yeah, Dylan Strome up to 40 it's points in 30 games. It's a bit dumbfounding, but he, uh, the he, goaltenders are certainly there. Uh, aside he, he, from their top prospects down there. Yeah, Aiden Hill has been excellent. And Miska. Miska's been good. All right, I got a couple names for you. First of all, it's Strome. 40 points in 30 games. That has him... Three points off the AHL lead, but all of the guys in front of him have played significantly more games yeah. because Tucson just hasn't played a lot of games, and Strom was up for a little bit. So Strom's played 30 games, but like Chris Bork leads the AHL with 43 points in 45 games. So Yeah, this this doesn't necessarily mean a lot, but just take a look at the top 10 in AHL scoring right now and, under, and temporary expectations. Like Just because you score a lot in the AHL does not necessarily correlate to NHL success. Yeah. True, but we would be even more concerned about Strom if he wasn't. In the well, yeah, no. Game. If he wasn't performing anywhere, then that would be a massive problem. But um, This is why he's still such an enigma. There's nothing he can dominant. do in the AHL that's going to change what he's going to do with the NHL at this point. Sidebar on Strom. I don't want to go too deep into this because we talk about him a lot. But do we see him at the NHL level again this season? And should we? Do we? I don't know. Should we? Could, yes. Could depend on injuries, but... Yes, we should. Well, because Brad Richardson had that injury and people were... Then he wondering. went to the mountaintop and healed miraculously, so... Yeah. But, you know, even... If there's an opportunity to call Dylan Strom up, at a certain point, don't you want to see what you have this year as opposed to next year? Yeah. That's what I've said all along. Maybe, said, maybe not. At some know. point, I think you have to see, you have to give him... Throw him into the fire for 15 minutes a game every night and see if he can hang, and if he can't, you got to make a decision on how the future of your franchise is going to move. Like, I don't think you can sit here and wait for two, three years to figure out if he's going to be your third-line center. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why you'd wait. I mean, I understand why. I understand that even the last coaching staff wanted to see him at the AHL level this year. I get that. And there is something. I, I slightly agree with Jamie that there's only so much he can prove at the AHL level. But he hadn't played any AHL games before this year. So I wanted to see what he did at that level. So who would you take away from the set? Oh, I know. Hey, how about Max Domi? Well... Maybe I mean, they should take him out of a position he doesn't necessarily belong in, in the center. first place. Uh, I mean, if they make trades at the deadline and they end up trading a, one of their forwards at the NHL level, you you have the flexibility to move Domi back to the wing mm-hmm. or whatever. I just I think I think you got to see what he what he can bring you. I, there's as much as there's only so much he can prove at the AHL level. There's only so much he can prove at training camp next year too. So yeah, let's see what he can do. My thought on this is you need to know whether this is somebody that's going to be in your lineup somewhere in the top nine long term or not. Yeah. Because if he's not. It's going to be a disaster for you PR-wise when you have to kind of come to that conclusion, but you're better off to know. And also for his development. I mean, I think, how many players have we heard talk about the fact that they were able to play a few games at the NHL? I know he's already played a few, but let's if his confidence is up in the AHL, which it should be, let's start playing him in March and give him those last 15 games. Yeah, I games. agree with that. I mean, his confidence was up the last time, too, right? Yeah, but he'd only played a few games at that yeah. point, too. 
A uh, couple other names, though, that you guys didn't really touch on that maybe aren't going to be that exciting in well, the NHL. Well, Lawson Kraus will be here That's probably at some point. Fourth He's a bottom liner. six. Yeah, probably a fourth liner player. The names. But I speed, size, I think he can be a, an effective fourth liner in right. the NHL. Worm eater. I mean, all, all the things you're looking for. Crazy when he, you know, when you consider where Lawson Kraus was drafted, that's a little surprising as well. But yeah, Coyotes fans do not go back and look at that draft and see who went in the top eleven. Yeah, three first rounders up. from that draft. Yeah, and how many all of them are making playing it in Tucson? They're all maybe on the line. They're like Tucson. three of the five guys from the 2015 draft that are still playing in the A. It's it's not quite that dramatic. Um, Laurento fan, NHL player? Uh, no, not at all. Not a role player on the fourth line. Uh, uh, best I, peak, again, sort peak of fourth line center. Up down, up down kind of guy. Okay, uh, just doesn't again, just doesn't. Again, you know, it's fine. He was never going to be a top six forward. Another guy who just never took the next step. You know. One last question. I don't know if it's a question or a suggestion. This is from Seth. Current all-star selection format, four most recent coaches draft coach their teams from an open pool, no division requirements, ultimate loser exiled from NHL. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, okay. So was he basically he's saying four coaches, yes. Mm-hmm. then they pick from the entire pool of all-stars with no division affiliation. Which, which we all like. And the losers are all cut. From the NHL? From the NHL. That's what, is that what he's saying? I don't know. It just says ultimate loser exiled from NHL. I don't know if he's talking about one of us, if he's talking, talking about, about the coach. Loser. Well, no, the ultimate loser is Chris, but... Okay. <sighs> yeah. It's going to be awkward I'm next confused. Week. I don't even understand the format right now, so... When Craig brings Chris Jamie's coffee. I don't, I don't even care about... It's not your fault. I know a lot of people... I don't even care about drafting a team. I don't care. I, just don't, I don't care much about the All-Star game, period. Did you watch it at all? Nope. I watched a little bit of the skills yeah, challenge. I watched nothing. I watched zero nothing. seconds. Wow. Well, I'm zero seconds. You still could have seen Connor McDavid win fastest skater. In no, I seconds. didn't need to see Connor McDavid win fastest skater. I know he was the fastest skater. Why do they skate in a lap again? Why do they skate in a lap? You're one step when does away that from the, in the game? The, the funniest. What's the deal? Oh, hey, let's do, let's well, do that well, lap. Emerson Needham. He might know. Let's uh, do that lap play. That, that always produces offense for us. You get to you work the crossovers in and everything. One direction. The, my favorite report was one direction. The band or. And you get by to the choose way, the direction you there. go to, by the way. You can yeah. go to the right or go to the left, yeah. depending on what your stronger foot is. Or political affiliation. Or that. Well, we, we know <laughs> most of the players. Oh, boy. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, I should be born out on one of yeah. those sides. But why is it a lap? I don't get it. Yeah. I, I like that players did not want to compete because they basically said, we're going to lose to McDavid. And yeah. they were right. Mm-hmm. They were. Ultimately, I've watched hockey before. McDavid was going to win that. Exiled from the NHL. Yeah, that's, that's intense. That's a little... A little too far, I think. I, I don't mind the idea of some sort of punishment, but maybe not fire. Punishment. Hey, I have an all-star idea. I'll tell you about it sometime. You know, just throw out an idea for you guys to ponder. What about like 31 teams playing 3-on-3 three three in like a tournament? <laughs> read my mind. Oh, okay. It's amazing. Uh, I, just, I just go back to my, you know, once every four years country-based rosters, but you know. Yeah, that, something based? radical yeah. like that's never like going to music? Work. No. No, no not, not like that, Craig okay. Morgan. Like nations? Sorry. Nations. From around the globe? The artist formerly known as Russia. I don't Russia. think that would go so well, would it? Do we have anything else? How, how many teams would actually legitimately compete in that format? One, two, three, six, maybe? Six yeah. in contention, you think? Contention for medals. I'm assuming Jamie would hand out like a gold, silver, and bronze. Yeah. Okay. Or just have, you know, a committee that would kind of oversee the events. You hold things, in different countries all the time. Sometimes okay. things go wrong when you have a committee. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. We, we all agree Sweden wins the Olympic gold, by yes. the way. Correct? I, I, maybe Russia. I'll hold out hope for Russia. Yeah, the, the Russian team, the uh, athletes from Russia. Yeah, team you have to call them by their proper name. Hmm? AFR, the AFRs. Okay. I, I hear they have a way of changing the scoreboards. 
Oh, boy. To add goals. All right. That's going to do it for us. Leftovers have anything to say? Oh, you know, Mike. All right. No, it is nothing to say. For Craig Morgan, for Jamie Eisner, I'm Luke Lipinski. Thanks for listening to the Natural Hattrick Podcast.